Hello, and welcome to season two of On the Rocks. I'm your host, Olivia Noceda, and I'm so glad you're here. This season, we're discussing the many ebbs, flows, joys, and complexities of friendship. From aligning our values with our inner circle to navigating a friendship breakup, On the Rocks is shedding new light on this topic of wellness that's been overlooked for far too long. Let's get into it. I already know that so many of you are so excited about this episode because it's one of the bestie episodes with one of my besties, Carissa Stanton, aka Brock Your Body, aka the Taylor Swift of Instagram. Oh, Carissa, she is so great. And I'm so excited for you all to listen to her in this interview because uh, she has like, I don't know, she just comes off differently in the podcast and we talk about it, but she comes off differently in the podcast than she does online on her Instagram. And I come off very differently here than I do online on Instagram, but she's just lovely. She didn't say one cuss word. And all I have been thinking about for the last three weeks since you re-recorded is how I said the F word so many times and was considering literally going and cutting it out. But for integrity purposes, I'm leaving it in. Carissa and I met on a chilly February day. I'll let us talk about that in the intro bio. But let me tell you about the reason why I brought Carissa on for this season. I was thinking about my friendships and I have so many incredible friendships, a lot of them online friendships with other Instagram influencers. And Carissa and my friendship is one that has definitely been publicized more than others. So I think a lot of you are kind of aware of our friendship, but we just met at a really weird time. We met like three weeks before COVID. We were each other's literal girlfriends during the pandemic. And we have a very special, very interesting friendship, especially because we met as adults. And there's something to be said about meeting somebody who you can pretty much feel like you're having a sleepover with and hang out with like you've known them since you were six years old even having met when you were 28. So we have this really special connection that forged when we were adults. And that is so cool. I, not to bring somebody else into this, but I'll tell you a little story. I went to this facial the other day and I stopped into a home decor store before and there was this girl working there and she was so cute. And we started chatting and I was like, I probably walked into the store looking like literal Richie, Miss Rich Rich. Like I can buy everything in the store, not realizing they didn't put the prices on the home decor. And you know, when they don't put the prices on the home decor, you know what that means. Everything's out of your budget. It's out of your budget because they don't even have the time to put the fucking price on. So anyway, I'm like, okay, I don't belong here, but this girl's really nice. So I'm like chatting with her and like asking about the products because I just want to talk to her more. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go to my facial. And I was getting acupuncture facial, which was amazing. If you're in San Francisco, you should do it. And, um, she was like, oh my God, when you're done, come back. I want to know how it was. So I go to the facial and then I'm walking back and I'm like, do I go in? Like, do I go in and talk to her and tell her how it was? Is that weird? Is that creepy? Again, remember, I'm 30 years old. Making friends as an adult is very difficult. You have to put effort into these things. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to go into the store. 
I end up going into the store and we talk for like another 45 minutes. We find out that we both read A Court of Thorns and Roses, which Carissa also loves tying it back in somehow. And it was like this beautiful meet cute moment. We got each other's numbers and then we have not reached out to each other in two weeks. But I think I'm planning on reaching out to her when I'm back in the city. It was just this really great moment of like putting myself out there, even though I felt like I didn't want to talk to anybody when I was kind of initially walked into the store. And I think that's just what you got to do as an adult trying to make friends. You have to put yourself out there. And sometimes you're going to like feel it with some people. And that's a really good thing too. I'm also afraid that she's like 23 years old. I didn't ask her age. And I know that like age is just the number. But I don't know about how I feel about being besties with a 23-year-old. Meanwhile, when I was 23 years old, all of my good friends were like in their 30s and 40s. So I just don't know about that. I'm going to I don't know. I'm recording this before I record the first episode, but I'm definitely going to talk about that in the first episode. Anyhoozle, I'm about to read you Carissa's bio, which I literally just copy and pasted from the website. Let's see what it says. Carissa Stanton, she says, I. Carissa Stanton currently lives in Los Angeles and runs her food blog full time. Yes, she does currently live in Los Angeles in her amazing home that I've been to that is literally like a spa experience. And when I left, I almost cried. She graduated from San Diego State with her degree in kinesiology with an emphasis in fitness, health, and nutrition. Literally surprises me every time I hear it. She's a huge advocate for fitness and healthy eating, and she's been in love with food as long as she can remember. And I can attest to the fact that Chris is in love with food. She is one of the most fun people to go out to a meal with because we body a fucking menu. Us at Hatchet Hall is otherworldly. It's sick how much we eat when we're together and amazing. We used to, like during the pandemic, I remember we used to like go and we would watch like reality TV shows on her couch and we would go to the corner store and just load up on candy. And I don't even know what we would eat for dinner. I think we would usually make dinner, but man, when we're together, we can fucking eat. Anyway. She learned how to cook from basically anyone who would let her follow them around the kitchen, her parents, aunts and uncles, her neighbor, her friend's parents, you name it. You all know Carissa. You all know who she is. You know that she is an incredible content creator. You know that she is so inspiring in terms of her ability to just intuitively eat and share recipes that are always dank. She is such a good friend of mine. I love her. How long has this intro been? Oh my gosh. Let's pull this up. I think I have just, oh my gosh, it's been seven minutes and this is already an hour and a half episode. I'm so sorry. I literally don't even know what I've been talking about this entire time. Like, share, rate, subscribe, do what you got to do for this podcast. Without further ado, one of my besties, Miss Carissa Stanton. Welcome to the show. The reason I'm having you on the podcast is because obviously I love you. And we have such an interesting friendship because we, akin to you and Corey, we kind of had like a fast, our friendship was fast and furious. It was quick. It it was was fast. And then, and we've had ebbs and flows because a lot has happened in the time that we've been friends. And yet people are still really intrigued by our friendship and intrigued at the way that we've kind of maintained our friendship over the years. Though I feel like people don't really like know us. People think they do, but like they don't really know how we are and who we are. So this is a nice little way to like chat about it and 
I don't know. I feel like we're kind of weird and nerdy on the inside. That's the reason we get along so well. We like have the stupidest shit. Yeah. I feel like I'm weird and nerdy on the inside and you're weird and nerdy on the inside and the outside. Yeah. (laughs) And it's kind of like you would have never been friends with me in high school, but as we got older, something happened where like I was able to somehow secure your friendship even. It was the tattoos, I think. I'm like, okay, this girl has cool tattoos. Yeah. I think I'm going to be friends with her. You also met me <laughs> in a very cool phase. The tattoos are I thought you were so cool. So I did want to talk about how we met and how we became such fast friends. You remember cool. where we met, right? At Beaming? Beam? No. Oh, fuck. That is where we met. Wait. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. You don't even know wow. our story. I literally don't. I was going to say the Galentine's Day party, but it's not. No. We had already met. Beaming. Do you want me to tell that story? I think you tell it really well. So, yes. I don't – I cannot even believe I forgot about that. The very – the long story short is that Carissa had been kind of – you had just moved to L.A. And a lot of people yes. were telling me about you. And they were like, you have to meet this person, Carissa. You're probably going to get along super well with her. I feel like I see you guys becoming friends. I'm like, okay, great. So at this point, this is like my major stoner phase. I'm high all the time. That's wild. Isn't it weird? I'm high all the time. I very similarly to like how I look right now. I mean, my hair is probably cuter, but like I was always in like a sweatshirt in Doc Martens. Like I just felt I was very much in like that's when I met you. I was wearing like a big oversized gray sweatshirt, Mm -hmm. docks, skinny jeans. I don't even know what you would call that phase, but it was an era for me. And I went to this event that I didn't know Chris was going to be at. And I was just stoned out of my mind. I had like just smoked half a joint in my car and I walked into the event. And what did I do? I came up to, I don't even remember what I said. Gosh. Yeah. I think, oh my gosh. Do you want to know what you did? You came up to me and we said hello and we like barely talked and we were like, oh, someone, we're like, oh yeah, people keep saying we get along. We, we have to ha- hang out and connect. And then you were le- – and I don't I might smoke do weed. Smoke? No, you didn't ask me. No. And you were – as you were leaving, you were like, bye, let's blaze sometime. You said let's blaze or something oh. crazy. And you screamed it across this whole across wellness event. We were, in a, we were at a wellness event for Beaming. Little Sipper. Yeah, Little Sipper was at a wellness event. Great, but she is so holistic, so – healthy and just not the place where you're gonna scream across the cafe it was like a sp- let's blaze yeah yes and I, I remember walking out i'm like yo we should play sometime and yes weird and i was like oh weird. and then i'm like looking around i'm like does everyone here think do i come off as a stoner and i was just like yeah okay and then we hung out at the Galentine's Day event, and that's when we found out that we both are from Orange County. We right. went to, like, my rival high school. We have a ton of mutual friends, and we were like, okay. Yeah. We... Carissa's ex-boyfriend in high school is the guy that cheated off of all of my Spanish homework in high school. That's hilarious. He was also my friend, but, like, literally probably used me because he was way cooler than me, and he probably used me, but we're still friends to this day, even though, like, Stan Carissa – that was he like my high school relationship. Actually, I remember you being like, oh, that checks out. And I was like, of course I know him. I literally got him an A in Spanish. You're like, he's the, you're the reason why he graduated high school. Yeah. I'm literally the reason he graduated. God bless okay. him. So we met and I remember I was single, you were single, and we texted and we're like, this is going to be our year. This is February mm-hmm. 14th or 13th, 2020. 2020. Like, 
we are about to be single. We're going to hang out. We're going to be friends. I cannot wait. And then we didn't hang out. And then the world shut down. Right. 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 And I remember that hang out at this point. No. And, and I, you were dating. We were both like sometimes we both dating started, people. And then we both started well, dating yeah. losers. <laughs> then we both dated losers who really <laughs> sucked. And they were really weird guys. Like, what else are you going to do? What else are you going to do in Literally 2020 during else. a pandemic? How weird was that? Like imagine us now taking the fucking bullshit we got from those guys. I know. Absolutely not. Never. Yes. But honestly, I knew in the moment. I was like, this is bad. And yeah. I remember one restaurant opened up down the street. And I was like, all right, we're done. <laughs> Moving yeah, on. it was over. Remember, I broke up with him for you. Oh, <laughs> on the way to the beach you literally couldn't do it so i broke up with him for you i literally wrote the breakup oh text olivia that's you so were like, just bad. send it just send it i'm like are you Maybe. sure i yeah. forgot about that oh yeah. my god that's so sad but whatever it was really nice well-written respectful text you did a better job than i could have ever done absolutely in my defense that. we had some i think we had some in-person conversations and so we became really fast friends. I don't really know what happened, but I feel like the – I hate being like pandemic times, but I feel like COVID – No, we were trauma bonded for sure. We trauma bonded because no, it's so crazy to think. Nothing was open. Nobody was around. And we mm-hmm. also – because I will say, and I think you'd agree with me, we're similar, but we're pretty different people. And like we both love food. We both love going out. Here she goes, slurping on her matcha. Oh, you muted yourself? I muted. Oh, my God. Look at that. She learns quick. That's why I love You didn't her. have to call me out like that. She's a fast processor. Nothing was open. Nothing was going on. And I – but I don't think we're that – this is going to come off weird. We're not super similar. Like, no. we have a lot of similar interests, I guess. Like, we both, again, like food. We like to eat out. But, like, the way that we have fun is – sometimes similar but sometimes quite different and I feel like the way that you had fun when we met like I wasn't doing that as much but the pandemic literally made it so that we could only have fun one way does that make sense no okay so like you're an alcoholic you love to go out (laughs) I want I just wanted you to say that (laughs) you love to go out and party no but I feel like you are very social like you have yes so many fucking friends it is yes exhausting to watch how many different friends you have okay and you like <laughs> will go out you're like oh my god going to oc this weekend going to four different parties i'm like who even i would literally never do that i would never I do that your wedding is gonna have 700 people at it because i'm not having one but yeah if i did it would you're not having a wedding i'm not i don't want to but i'm a hypocrite so i might Wait, what? We'll talk about this. Can we talk about this later? Because I-, I could really talk about this for a long time. Okay. That's different. Well, because I do have a lot of friends and it would cost me so much money. Everyone judges weddings. I'm not into the detail stuff like that. Neither am I. I'd rather. I don't want one. Well, that's either. not shocking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, really? Now you don't want one? No, I actually don't want a wedding either. Tell me I'm having a wedding. But quickly, really quick, I know that. Okay, obviously during 2020, yeah. that whole year was crazy. And oh my gosh, I, looking back, it's nuts. But I do want to say that 
my first hangover of the whole year was on Sunday. I have not really, I don't really drink anymore. I know you don't. I know you don't. And that's why I, because I listen to your podcast. Yeah. No, I know, but it's, I feel like your podcast really changed my view. It did. Really? Yeah. It's really crazy. Well, again, I feel like what I'm trying to say is that you are much more extroverted socially and you do have a lot of friends and you do have like more in your tank that I have. During COVID, we didn't really need to have a lot in our tank and we really were only hanging out with each other because you couldn't go hang out with all of these different friends you had. Right. And that's kind of what put us in the I was stuck with you. We were stuck with each other. And it was, you were, I think back to it, I'm like, you were literally my girlfriend and I could not have gotten through that time without you. I could. Oh, absolutely. It was, I mean, I truly don't know what I would have done. Which is why it was so crazy because we were like such single girls together. And then all of a sudden one day you're like, this guy messaged me. And I'm like, oh, it's not going to work out. It's not going to work out, but it might be fun. And then all of a sudden you're in this full-blown relationship. And I was like, oh, I just got like dumped. Like I just, yeah. Like, oh, here I am. Now I'm still in LA and she's just running around with this guy. I don't even know him. (laughs) I was so sad. I don't even know him. You were sad and it was really difficult because I felt this responsibility to you and to our friendship and I also felt obviously a responsibility to like my own life and to this like new relationship that I was pursuing and I definitely think we had a hard time when I moved to New York and I it's not like we've ever and people are curious about our long distance friendship but I think like this will play into that but I think this is almost a better topic kind of talking about friends getting in relationships and how to kind of navigate that because I do think it changes it changes the context of your friendship (laughs) and the way that we were so linked had Mm -hmm. really shifted when Tom came into my life totally how did you feel I feel like I'm in therapy I always like I'm therapy with you I that's why we're such good friends also I, I think it's hard for me to look back at how I felt in that moment. I like to look back at it at how I feel now because I have learned so much from that whole experience and with my experience being in a new relationship now. And I think something that is so important for friends is to really respect that time when your friend gets into a new relationship. It's not going to be completely the same for at least the first few months. I think that falling in love, forming new relationships. It's something that's super important. And I don't think that having this really high expectation of your friends to still give you their all, if, you know, let's say you and your friend were both single together and they get a boyfriend, instead of being like, oh, this person got a boyfriend and now they, you know, aren't talking to me as much, whatever. I think you really need to like show them some grace. And because everyone goes through that phase where they fall in love and then it's like, okay, like, for me, with Corey, like when he moved here the first, I think two months that he lived in LA, it we did anyway. some s- stuff. Yeah, but we definitely talked less. And I feel like yeah. now we're like, now we're back on like our normal where I'm like planning girls trips and doing all the stuff and just getting back to my normal life. I think it's really important to let your friends form that bond. Form that let your friends fall in love. Yes. And they will come back. They will not. And if they don't, yes. then whatever but give them some time I think it's important lesson I think that's a 
it was very beautifully worded and I think we got mostly everything from it because I quickly realized when you were muted. I but... swear I didn't click mute. That was wild. No, but I my see. my mouse was hovering above the button. It's okay. But we're going to have to end the podcast. You've messed up. And <laughs> thank you for being here. Girl. We're not going to ask you back. Um, we're not, we won't be asking you. My team won't be, team won't, we won't be asking Carissa back to the pod. <laughs> I think everything you said is true. And I think the way that we can kind of manage having that mindset is by being really comfortable with ourselves, by being really secure in our friendship, and by also having other friends and not putting totally. everything into one person and expecting everything from one person. I'm curious to know, I mean, I have some ideas about this, but I'm curious to know if you have any ideas about, and we can speak to our friendship because this was obviously a situation that happened to us, like me with Tom and me with Corey. How do you think our friendship became so foundational? Like, how do you think we kind of secured something that felt so, so good that we were able to say, you know what? You go off for these next two months. Do your thing. I know you'll be back. I'm good. Do you have I think any? We're, we're definitely trauma bonded. That's a huge thing. Yes. Yeah. Well, we're <laughs> trauma bonded, so we're always going to be connected. I think uh, that's such a good question. I, do you want me to give I, an answer? I think we're both really laid back and yeah. chill and we don't expect a lot from each other, which is nice, but we are always there for each other at the end of the day. And I think something that's also really important, if one of us was like, hey, you haven't called me in a week, I'm really upset, blah, 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 we would not still be friends because I can't we're that. both just really confident in our friendship yep. that we have and we don't put too much pressure on it. And I think we just appreciate everything for what it is. Like when you yeah. call me, we get to talk for 10 minutes. That's great. We don't take yeah, anything really too seriously, I guess. And I think it was easy for us to obviously build a really good foundation because of we had truly nothing going on. But we, we just really, really clicked. And I think that I always – I've said this before, but I think something that's really important when you're looking at friendship is not like how do we make friends? Why isn't this person being here for me? I think it's really important to look at yourself and think, how can I be a good friend? Am I being a good friend to this person? Am I there for them? And if you feel like they're drifting away, maybe try and focus on how you can be a better friend to them. And if they're still mm -hmm. drifting away and they're still not giving you the time of day, then I think it's much easier to cope with that when you know that you are giving it your all. Yeah. And it kind of goes with everything in life, you know? Yeah. We also never really got – I mean – we never really got super like aggressive with each other when we what did that mean? I mean, listen, like yes. when I was dating Tom and I moved to New York, mm -hmm. you didn't like call me and you know, how could you fucking do this to me? I just you didn't make it about you, you know? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. when you started dating Corey and we were kind of like we were definitely in a position before before Corey moved in, like where we were talking every two or three days. And then Corey mm -hmm. moved in, we didn't start talking as much, right? Right. It wasn't like I called you and was like, how dare you? I feel really neglected by you. I was just like, listen, you have this thing kind of happening in your life. I know how much time it takes to live with a partner. I'm really happy for you. And I know that when we do get to talk, I'm going to cherish that time. We're going to move on. So exactly what you're saying. But I think that we really felt secure enough to just know that the other person was going to come back around and we have other shit going on in our lives like we both work we both have now i guess we both have relationships but like wait do you work I no, know you have no a job. actually yeah i am unemployed 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. That threw me. That yeah. really threw me off. I know. Okay. I know. Yeah. I'm unemployed, but it's nice. You know, I'm happy this way. I actually haven't yeah. put deodorant on in literally 20 days, so I might as well get <laughs> I swear to God, I forgot to wear deodorant to my fucking event last week. Yeah, that, that checks out. I would do something like that. Okay. So building secure friendships. Important. I also one, – one last thing. I think it's – People kind of have an all-or-nothing mindset to where I'm like, okay, Olivia moved to New York. She has her boyfriend. We're I'm throwing in the towel. Like we haven't talked in a couple of weeks, and she blew me off. And now people like want to put up this like, yeah, like it's aggression. You're right, yeah. and or like if I had a lot of friends recently that just had babies, and I don't expect them to come to my birthday parties and come to right. visit me in LA. I really we're really good at managing expectations. And I think that just because someone has a lifestyle change or they're going through a certain season in life doesn't mean that they don't like you or that you can't reach out to them or, you know, you get where I'm going with that. But I think just showing people grace in all aspects of life. And I think something that's just so important that I think about all the time is just try and put that responsibility back on yourself. If someone isn't giving you you know, the attention you think you deserve or whatever. Think about how you're – I know you're going to call have me Have you been this. doing the yoga or something? <laughs> yeah, I have. I'm literally unable to stop. Like, you sound so – you sound – this is so lovely. Listen. Oh, my God. Wait. I know. I actually – I've been in my, like, yoga, reading, meditation, journaling era. Because I feel like I'm really – maybe an influence of someone in your life? Yeah. I mean – Corey's like does breath work every morning. He's feeling into meditation, stoicism, Buddhism. You guys would literally, I know you guys have I met, know. but I feel like you guys would just. We have a lot in common, I feel like. Ours you really do. Yes. But yeah, no, he's definitely, he's made me a better person, more patient for sure. I love that. But just listening to you talk, I feel like this is so, so like giving people grace, give them compassion. I'm like, I'm the one, I, this podcast is going to come out. I've said the F word. 37 times in the last We're like minute. flopping. I already I know. Also, I'm already so stressed at the idea of your parents listening to this and being so upset that I've said that. I don't think my parents have listened to the podcast I'm on. I don't think they really know what podcasts really are. Yeah, my parents do and my mom's <laughs> not going to be happy. But it is well, you know, who I am. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whatever. But anyway, I love listening to hear you, hearing you say that because I'm wise. I think it's so true. You're very wise, but giving grace to people and having compassion for people in all facets and areas of life. It's easy to write someone off or get angry at someone because of, we like tend to personalize things, you know? Oh, she's not talking to me because, you know, it's my, it's now my issue. You know, you get a boyfriend or you being busier at work because you have big things coming up that now I'm going to take all that on. It's like, no, you're busy. You're doing your thing. And I think especially and we can kind of move into this but with being long distance friends I think we're very aware of the fact that we're probably only going to see each other maybe once a year and even then we don't really put this major expectation on each other to be like if you don't come visit me I'm going to be so upset it's like if we get the chance to come visit each other we're going to and it's great and we're going to make time for each other but we don't have this like you need to I'm going to be so upset if we don't see one another and I feel like our phone calls too, when we do talk, they're all really quality conversations. Yeah. I feel like even the last time we hung out, 
when you came to LA was yeah. that was the last time all right we've seen each other briefly but that one stint really? where you oh, were yeah. yeah I feel like we don't even when we're with each other we're, we don't really need to like catch up or anything because we always do catch up on the phone and we talk all the time so yeah it's nice when we get to see each other but yeah there's not this like huge expectation of like when we see each other it's going to be this like we got to catch up on everything in life we talk to each other on the yeah. phone at least once a week and fill each other in on everything that's going on and I think that, yeah, it's like, it's not that big of a deal to constantly be around each other. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know if you agree with this, but with long distance friendships too, it's kind of like sometimes I'll call you and I don't really have that much to talk about, but like we're both watching The Last of Us. And so I'll totally, oh, have you watched The Last of Us? Or, oh, have you listened to the new Smartless podcast? And it might be a literal five minute conversation where you're in the middle of something. It's like, oh my God, I heard it. it was so funny. We also did this weekend. Oh my God, it's crazy. We did this. And then yeah. like, okay, I have to go. I'm in the middle of work. Okay, sounds good. Bye. And then we don't talk for a week. But that totally. was just enough. Right? Yeah, totally. I totally agree. Yeah, sometimes we'll talk for like 45 minutes on the phone and like talk, have so many things to go through or whatever. And yeah, sometimes you'll call me and I'll pick up and I'll be like, I can't talk right now and like hang up. And you're not – no one's ever mad at each other. It's just that's just the way life is. And I think especially when you get into like your adult life and there's so much going on, you kind of just have to take it for what it is. We also have this special connection of being – would you call me one of your work wives? I, I don't really like that term. I think it's like kind of weird. I don't know. To me, it's like in the boss babe realm. Oh, okay. Of course. <laughs> like, I'm my work wife. She's such a boss babe. You. <laughs> okay. And she sells Arbonne. No, see, I don't like that. I'm such a millennial. I have a video right now going viral on TikTok, but everyone's making fun of me. Oh my god! So, do you have a video that's going I have viral? A video going viral on TikTok right now, actually. I actually have a video that's going viral on Instagram right now. Do you? I do. You literally just texted me and said nothing. Nothing goes viral. Not myself. I know. I manifested mm-hmm. it by being negative. I guess. I no, I have a video that's going viral. It's actually crazy how that happens. Okay, enough of your virality. Enough of our just raging success. Let's, enough let's of our about... work life talk. But no, so, okay, whatever. So I'm a millennial and people, Gen Z hates me because I say these things like work wife. But would you consider me one of the, like, yeah, one of your colleagues, right? For sure. I think it's also, we definitely bond over, we don't have coworkers, right? Like we just do every single day by ourselves. And I mean, as you all know, there's just so much to talk about. Like everyone's oh <laughs> crazy What's stuff. What's the tea? People there's are crazy online. So much tea, and like normal civilized people, we don't message those people and talk about it. We like respectful individuals. You know what I mean? Like that's really what you got to do. Hopefully, we but, talk behind everybody's back. Yeah. Respectfully, we call each other for tea literally every week. But um, there's just so much going on, like in the whole, so dumb, like in the influencer world. Like there's just always so much like to talk about. So and no one cares. Like literally, I can't even try and bring it up to Corey. I try to talk to him, and oh. he's like, he just can't even pretend to care. So yeah, I'm we spare them. Yeah, yeah. So I feel um, like that's part of our kind of what we have going for us is we do have this special little thing that nobody else can really connect to that we can both kind of connect to where I can call you and be like, my day was absolute shit because I recorded three recipes. Two of them didn't turn out. Things were everywhere. Yeah. 
And you understand that where if like I tell that to Tom and I'm like, the lighting was horrible. You might also be yeah. like, if I say something like, like that, shut up. Would be no, like, I yeah, so like, no. get it. And he's like, yeah, okay, well, whatever. I'm like, I can't shoot today because it's raining. And he's like, what? And I'm just like, yeah, you don't understand my life. So I think I know. you and I understand that we have a very like we have that little special connection. Yeah. And I think it's that's why there are a lot of influencers or whatever that become friends with each other because it is we don't have coworkers. It's nice to be able to talk to each other about work and whatnot and then, you know, discuss all the things that come along with being an influencer, like our rates and, you know, what brands we're working with or I work with a brand that sucks. I'm like, don't work with these people. They're terrible and just things like that. So I think that's definitely a big part of our friendship is being able to talk about work, which is nice. Yeah. And the BTS. It's obviously not. Yeah. Which can be kind of crazy. Somebody asked this and I'm not even going to ask you this because I know your answer, but I'll just let you say your answer. We've never been competitive. But I know that there's a lot that goes on in, you know, on social media with like competition. And especially now, like you're constantly saying, like, can I do something first? Is this video going to go viral? Whatever. Do you ever feel not with me? Whatever. Do you ever feel competitive or jealous of me <laughs> all the time? I'm jealous of you every single day. Yeah. As you sure. Be. No, but yeah, I was going to start up. I was actually going to start a podcast on being, being sober curious. Of me. Yeah. Oh, no, I love that friends. idea. That was actually that was actually my thing. You know. Oh yeah. So so sober yeah. curiosity was your thing. You heard it here <laughs> first, folks. Sober curiosity. <laughs> Rock your body. As I'm like drinking a margarita. As, I'm like, okay, really, this yeah. is why I don't drink. No, I, I definitely do. Yeah. I also think I kind of talked about this. People ask me a lot if I'm jealous of my sister or competitive with my sister and we're so different I don't feel competitive with her and I also feel like even though we both do food we're what our content is so extremely different the only times I do feel competitive or jealous is if I see someone that's doing something that I aspire to do in like a a year and they're doing it already and I'm like oh I need to be on that level that's not jealousy or competitiveness that's you being competitive with yourself and being like I aspire to be on the level of this person versus like, yeah, this fucking bitch got, you know, 30,000 likes and I only got 29,000 and I don't, you just you know, can't think like that. Chicken was better. <laughs> yeah. No, at the end of the day, everyone's doing the same shit and everyone is yeah. making tons of money. There's tons to go around. We don't need to be competitive with each other. Yeah. No one is putting us against each other. It's just all so stupid. And obviously it's hard because like Amanda is cooler, richer, prettier, funnier, <laughs> just like generally a better person than you are. So like why wouldn't you exactly. be Exactly. That's literally the narrative though. It's like, oh my God, how are you? People jealous? And I'm like, every oh, single okay. podcast you've been on has asked you that. I swear because no, I, I went and listened. I went and listened to everything. How do you feel about your sister? And I'm like, bro, you and Amanda are so different. You're so – I had – first of all, didn't know who she was when I met you because I didn't watch The Bachelor. Had literally no idea this person was your sister. Literally oh. no idea. And it's like, and then great. I met her she and does her own thing and she's amazing. She's amazing and does her own thing and you guys are so different. There's not even – if it's anyone so is you, they wouldn't ask you that question because right. there's so – 
there's so little there to be jealous of. You guys support each other. You're so, you're different people. You have your own things going. Yeah. No, I don't really feel that competitiveness. The only way I do is if someone's doing something that I want to do and I'm like, okay, I need to get on this level. And it just motivates me at the end of the day. Because you do have yeah. a lot of really cool shit coming up too. There's yeah. a lot of stuff happening. There is a lot of stuff happening, which is very exciting. Are people going to be able to expect something exciting from you at some point? Can you give a date or a year? This year. Yeah. This year? This year. Yeah. No. This year, baby. Yeah. No way. Uh, yeah. I've been working on a lot of – I hate – literally my pet peeve is when influencers are like, I've been working on a really fun project. But I haven't worked on a really fun project that I – that has been my life for like – two years now and I am finally pretty much done. So that's very exciting, but it's very time consuming. So I'm really proud. Uh, yeah. Thank well, you. You'll, You've been a very big part of it. You'll know what it is soon enough. Um, yes. Okay. Have you made, obviously Corey's moved in, you're living in LA, you kind of already have built-in friends. Have you made any new friends recently? Let's talk about seed, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things. Well, there are no bad things. Listen, if you've been following me on Instagram since literally 2018, I think, you know I've been taking Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic for five years. That's insane to me. That's longer than literally any relationship I've ever had, which makes it safe to say that Seed is, well, my life partner. When I tell you I was just at the dermatologist, she asked me about my probiotic and I told her I took Seed's DSO-1. Her eyes lit up. She loves seed, I love seed for many reasons, but mainly because incorporating a symbiotic, which means it's a prebiotic and probiotic in one, into your daily routine is crucial for skin health, digestive health, and so much more. I know that it's one of the most simple yet effective ways I can show myself daily love. Exclusively for my podcast listeners, that's you, Seed is offering 25% off your first month with the code on the rocks. And when I tell you, you will not regret this purchase. Head to the show notes to grab a link, which is also c.com slash on the rocks. Back to the show. Do you feel the need for new friends? I do not feel the need for new friends. As you get older, it's like quality over quantity. I do love meeting new people and I'm always open to making new friends. I have made some not super good friends, but yeah, just going to like events and connecting with people and there's always, you know, like people that I'm learning from and I you know me I'm very friendly and social so I'm always like let's go on a walk let's get coffee so yeah I have for sure I feel like the what's your okay for people who are trying to make new adult friendships because I feel like if people want to know how to make it when we were adults when we met and again we had the pandemic kind of going didn't feel like we were adults but we were I know now i like we have all of these <laughs> really weird inside jokes that are literally middle school level that i don't even know how elementary school level yeah, it's yeah really i bad. don't know how we were adults when we met but we were and i feel like we were really persistent i even remember the first time i hung out with you after okay we remember we went and got i met you at rose with aubrey Mm-hmm. And then we got those really disgusting burritos. And that was kind of the first time yes. we hung out. And then the pandemic yes. happened. And then we were like, okay, well, I came over to shoot content. Like I came over to work. 
basically yeah. I think was the next one. Yeah. I like and had you take my Fabletics photos. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh my god. The good old days, Fabletics. Yeah. I feel like it took work. Two pairs of leggings for $24. Please. Did you know? I had no idea two pairs of leggings. For Did you know you could get two pairs of leggings for $24? And please, we'll be right back for this commercial break. (laughs) Fabletics, two pairs of leggings for $24. (laughs) Anyway, Carissa, now that we're back, I love your show. Welcome back to the show. Cups. Oh, okay. Your shirt's fine. I mean, it's really cute. I was just kind of making, I was going along with the bit. Oh, you you don't actually like my shirt? No, No, I mean, it's cute. It's, It's fine. Okay. No, it's a great shirt. It's a great shirt. I really like cuts. Okay. What I was saying was that it took us kind of a while to get really comfortable with each other. Just like it's taking a while for you to express your bowel movements with your boyfriend. It took a while for us to kind of get to a place where we felt like, okay. Like, I mean, I got to a point where I was just coming over without telling you. But yes, it, for sure. it took us a while. Like we had to get coffee. We had to talk about things. I feel like also yeah. dating. Yeah. We were like connecting on certain things that were going on in our lives. So sometimes it can be easier when you meet a friend, I think, when you already know you have a few things in common. Like we were both single and we both like to eat food. And that really just kind of worked for us. And we kind of took it and ran with it. Yeah, totally. Is, was there a question in that? <laughs> I don't know. I was just kind of expecting to help pick up pretty- your girlfriend. Just kind of just helping you. Expecting you. I have a pretty bad podcast. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of quiet. No, I'm just kidding. You're so good. Oh, I could talk. You know, I was really fishing for that compliment. No, you are so good. I feel like you've done a great job. Thank you so much for being here. And <laughs> see you in the Bye. <laughs> no, you are so good. I, and I, I kind of – I didn't mean to – I kind of asked a question and then answered it for you. Very similar to like what Jason Bateman does on the Smartless podcast. He'll ask a question with the answer he wants from the guest. I love that. What I was saying was that with meeting new people, it's important to know that you have something in common with them because I think it can help kind of ease things up and then to stay persistent with hanging out. Yeah. Like actually being like, hey, let's get a coffee. And like, I think that I love hanging out with friends while I'm doing something that I would normally be doing otherwise, like yeah. going for a walk, getting your coffee. Like you don't have to like go out to dinner for two hours and then like go out or whatever. Like it can be something that is very quick and simple. Like, oh, Tori Simeone just texted me, but she's like, hey, let's do a Pilates class in the morning. And I'm like, great. I need to work out in the morning anyway. So let's just hang out and, you know, get to see each other and just like, you know, connect or whatever, even if it's just something that's super quick. So I think that I love doing that. And I think ways to to meet people, I feel like I always meet people at like my workout class. Like if you're going to a consistent yeah. workout class, I think it's pretty easy to like meet people and talk to people. There's always a ton, at least in LA, there's a ton of events going on. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I'm sure you could just like look it up online. But for us, I know we have like influencer work events or whatever, but I know that a lot of the time these events are open to the public as well. So I think that's something that's so great yeah it'd be hard too and people are a bit more shy or introverted to make totally in the way that you're describing so you did get the wrong answer no but i i just i 
agree with everything you're saying, but I did want to kind of bring in the people who may be listening to this that maybe are a bit more introverted or a bit more shy. Do you Mm -hmm. think it's about also kind of like building confidence in maybe your one-liners and showing up to an event and being like, okay, I'm going to meet somebody. Maybe like this is how I'm going to enter a conversation or it can just be so hard. Like I had an event last week and I was surprised at how many people showed up alone. And there were a lot of people who were kind of standing by themselves on the outskirts. And I was like, I need my extroverts to go talk to people who are having a harder time reaching out because I do think it can be difficult so difficult to go and reach out to somebody at an event when there's so much energy around you. Yeah, so I agree. So this is a message to all of the extroverts to go find people who may who look a little bit more like they're having a harder time getting a conversation started and start a conversation with them because yeah. I have, you know, like I even have, feel like I've become much more introverted it over the last few years and it's very for difficult sure, yeah. to show up to events and talk to people and make small talk i hate it i kind of think like, everyone's feeling that way post pandemic or not or most yeah. people are yeah i have a little life hack i think that's really helpful for making okay. friends and just in all aspects of life is to just be a good be a listener yeah, yeah being a good listener is so key i am someone who I love to talk and I love to talk about myself and people that are good listeners and will sit and listen and give me the time of day. I always end up like loving them and being like, wow, you're great. Ask people questions about themselves. Listen Mm -hmm. when they answer. Don't immediately revert it back to yourself and bring up a story about you. Truly listen to them. Get to know people. Again, be a good friend. Be a good person. That is so crucial. So many people don't ask you questions about yourself, talk about themselves, or they'll ask you a question and then you'll give a brief answer and then they'll tell a story about themselves. And I can just, I cannot stand that. So I would just say, be a good listener. Just be a freaking good person. (laughs) I I think that's great advice. I also don't think that every conversation needs to start out or become really deep, especially in the first conversation. Oh my God. Right? Totally agree. That turns me off. Like when people start sharing a ton I understand sharing a certain amount right like maybe okay we meet and I'm like I'm going through a breakup right like sharing this that can somebody can relate to that they may be able to bounce off of that but maybe your conversation is just stuck to do you like tv what shows do you watch oh my god I love the last of us and then you just talk about how you are for Pedro Pascal for 30 minutes like I I would love that Right? Those are things that connect people. So I think sometimes we put so much energy and effort into thinking we need to have super important conversations in the first, second, third hangout. And maybe you just need to keep it casual before you can kind of get down to that deeper layer. And we shouldn't expect 100% people in the beginning. I think a lot of people, like, there's nothing wrong with being surface levels, especially at first. There's nothing, I think. A huge part of life is just being happy and being able to watch trash TV and then talk about it with your girlfriends. Like that's mm-hmm. fun. And it and not everything in life has to be this super deep, meaningful experience. Yeah. I think a lot of people kind of get a little fumbled about that yeah. these days. And I'm just like, no, like we can just yeah. reg and talk about whatever, especially in the beginning. And yeah, so every once in a while we'll talk about something that goes a little bit deeper when we need to, but you got to have range. you got to have balance mm-hmm. in everything in life. It doesn't mean that you can't 
get a little bit vulnerable. It doesn't mean that you, you know, the idea, I don't know if I love the term surface level. Whatever. I love it. I freaking love that love term. It. Like, you can just keep saying for twice. It's going to be the title of your podcast. <laughs> Chris is Stan on surface level relationships. How to have the best relationships. Keep it surface level. <laughs> But I, okay, I, just, I also will say the thing about our friendship is like we will disagree on something and then just like move on. Like who cares? Like we disagree on something. I love the fact when we disagree or when someone has a different opinion than me. I'm like, it doesn't need to mean anything deeper than what it no. is. It's circus level. Yeah. And we also are the type of friends too where yeah, like we don't agree on everything. We're honest with each other about it. We laugh about it. We are super open to the other person's idea and opinion. And we are like, we have like our, okay. For me, like our friendship has a special place in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like our relationship, it is very special to me. We are in each other's lives for a reason. And in a lot of ways, like you are one of the only people I can call and just get super real with like mm-hmm. very immediately. This is what's going on. This is raw. You say something. I'm like, that's not a good fucking idea. I don't like that. Right. I love you. I don't like that. And vice versa, you do it to me. But we're always, again, we show each other grace. We show each other compassion. Mm-hmm. Namaste. Like, but we it's are good to be different and have different views. Yeah. Like, for example, like Olivia is really hardcore Republican. And like, I stand. <laughs> that is a lie. That is a lie. This has just become a battle. This has become a battle royale. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. Okay. Oh my God. I was about to I know Chris is just trying. I know Chris is just trying to kind of deflect from her pregnancy and it's not really working. (laughs) Corey and I moved in so fast because we just like each other. Please. Oh my God. That was was really good. That was good. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So people are going to be like, wait, what? I know. I'm not pregnant. Olivia is not a Republican. I don't think. And okay, moving on. That's <laughs> why you should have friends with different values and different. Is how much of this is going to get cut? None or all? None. Literally. Wow. None. Yeah. Okay. None of it gets cut. Why would I cut any of it? I mean, we're not. No, I don't care at all. What I was just you? genuinely curious if, like, yeah. Yeah, I don't really see many much of this getting cut. Why? I think people ju- would just kind of want to. This is what a, a phone call would be like. This is kind of how we would talk. Totally. So I don't. Yeah. I don't really see the point of cutting it. I mean, we're kind of nearing the end. We can kind of end soon. I feel like super long podcasts are kind of annoying to listen to. Do you agree? I don't really listen to that many podcasts. To okay, be honest, but like for example, do you listen to Armchair Expert with Dak Shepard? No. No. Okay. But you listen to Smartless, right? Sometimes only people that I know, and I don't really know that many people. You're so boring. I know. I feel like people would want to listen to us talk for hours and hours. I'm just kidding. Um, What's the next question? Okay, here we go. Next question. I wanted to know what your friendship no-nos are. Like, for me, I think it is – I think it's demonic when somebody asks me to help them move and, like, for physical labor – do you remember that one time I was moving and I was yeah. like, hey, I don't want you to help me move. I just need to borrow your wagon. <laughs> huh? 
Chris, I literally own a life-sized blue wagon that she like used to take to the beach because she owns fucking seven tall on the chairs that she oh my god why was that so funny but you know what i'm saying like i personally believe that friends asking for physical labor from the other person is insane and when people are like hey i'd love to you know if you help me move oh i'd love to buy you dinner all by myself dinner you move. Yeah, you move or something. A thousand dollars. Yeah. I would yeah. rather buy somebody dinner than help them move for a week. Yeah. I feel I'd like pitch in for movers. I think that asking, like blatantly asking for a favor is a little crazy. Like if I actually needed so- like someone to help me with something, I'd be like, Oh man, I gotta do this and it- it's gonna be it's gonna suck. But yeah. And then like if they offered, then I'd be like, okay, maybe. Yeah, I think no notes for me, it's like what I talked about earlier. If someone is constantly talking about themselves and not asking me any questions about me, or if I have a friend or like even boyfriend and I introduce them to a new friend and we're all hanging out and that friend is not asking my friend about themselves or trying to get to know them, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not really into that. So I think someone has to be... What about someone who's shy or, or somebody who is oh. opening up? Yes, that's so different. That is so incredibly. You sound like a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe they're a bit more shy or feel like anxious upon meeting. Totally. So I think we, we need to give grace and compassion, like you said. Yes. I'm talking about someone that just comes out and is like, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. you know, just yes. talking about themselves and not asking someone, you know, not giving the other person a time of day or something like that. So, and I think you know, people yeah, putting too much pressure on the friendship, you know, being like, hey, being super sent. I don't really like being really sensitive to things like, oh, I saw you hung out with this person and you didn't invite me. Me and my, I have so many different friend groups and a lot of them overlap. And sometimes like I have a really close, I have a really close group of friends from college and there's like five of the girls and they lived together one year and in like the same house and they're all really close and sometimes they do things just then like we'll have dinners and they'll because they're you know it's just I don't know they don't need a freaking reason yeah and you know me and a couple other girls won't be invited and we're like okay it's not because they're they don't want to hang out with us it's just because that's just sometimes a thing that they do so and sometimes we do that too like my high school friends are in that group and sometimes we'll do things with just the high school friends and they're never like hey we saw you did something and didn't invite us it's just like and there's nothing wrong with being open and being like hey i saw you did something and like it hurt my feelings i was just curious of like why this happened there's something wrong with doing that but i think being understanding no when it's the right is very cute to do it like no yeah serious enough to kind of bring it up and when your feelings really like how far do you need to personalize it like is it valid for your feelings to be hurt or are you just I don't know. Are you just, okay, I wish I was invited. I wish I could have gone to that one, but like, I get it and we're going to move on. But maybe if you haven't yeah. been invited 10 times in a row and you're feeling insecure about your friendships, maybe you reach out yeah. to the person you're closest to and you say, can I hurt my feelings? Like you said, and yeah, kind of wondering what's going on or if I may have done anything or, you know, what's happening. Yeah, totally. I think, yeah. It's like, you make me upset all the time and I never say anything. Yeah, you're just going to lash out one day. I always feel hurt when you hang out with people in LA and don't invite me. <laughs> <laughs> that would be wild. Down. That would be wild. 
but I've heard it before. Reality TV, man. People are people get really upset about reality TV shows. Okay, so those are your friendship pet peeves. I really don't have any other questions for you. Is there anything else you wanted to discuss? I don't think so. I say you like a really long podcast host am I than you as a podcast guest. I'm like, "Mm, don't have much else. Do we text him? Yeah. I feel like we really really powered through a lot of stuff. Yeah. Do you want to talk about BTS? Did you want to talk about I feel like it's not really much to discuss. Yeah. I think that we had a really great and thorough conversation. Um, you. I loved everything you said. I feel like you did. I will say one thing. Profess my love for Krissa because I love Krissa right. so much. And our friendship is so special to me. You know this. I'm not just saying this because we're on the show. I tell you this a lot. I know. But something that I love about our friendship is that we, because we are somewhat different, we really make each other better in the ways that we are not. So I know we've talked about this before, but in a lot of ways, you help me stand up for myself and have a little bit more confidence in some of the things I say. And in some ways, I think I soften you a little bit and have this really nice thing going for us. And I've ta- I have talked about it. I know you heard it on my last podcast, but Carissa was always the person who stood up for me when I didn't want to drink. She was the friend that like when I said I wasn't going to drink, she would stand up and be like, Olivia's not fucking drinking tonight. Nobody asks her about it. She's a way cooler when she doesn't drink. And that's the situation. And it was extra. It was very extra. But it was so kind and always made me feel really secure and really loved and safe with you, which I really appreciate. So I wanted to thank you. But but our friendship is really special to me. I think we got really lucky to meet each other when we did. I totally agree. I feel the same way. I think also the fact that we do feel really comfortable like being honest with each other and remember when you taught me you're like you have an ego and I was like what and you're like yeah like I was like saying some situation you're like you're scared that like your ego is gonna get bruised and that's bad you have an ego and I was like oh my god and I like actually like looked into it and I was like oh my god I totally do and I think that is totally something that I think about often like sometimes Something will hold up and I'll get upset. And I'm like, am I upset? Because I think this is going to bruise my ego. And you helped me like become more of an emotional person. I think, especially when I first moved to LA, I was always so like, had such a hard exterior, but I am such a sensitive person on the inside. So it's like, I need to, I needed to be more transparent about that. And I think that you really helped me become, yeah, like, softer and more emotional because I'm like, okay, I am this sensitive person why am I pretending like I'm not I still obviously something that I'm working on but yeah I think we just bring out such a great side in each other yeah yeah Yeah, my ego is just blocking it ego is just blocking it no you've always been such a sensitive I remember meeting you not the first time obviously but when we started hanging out I realized how sensitive and emotional and kind you were and how much of a bitch you seemed online I'm just no, you really do sometimes come off like that. And I think it's yeah. fine. Like, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but I do think I need to be more transparent. Well, about sometimes my the way we feelings. come off, though, is not exactly, I don't know, because for example, people think that I come off online, like on Instagram, I come off very emotional and very like yeah. every single voiceover I do on my food is like, my parents got a divorce and that's why I'm eating cauliflower tacos. Like, you know, yeah, that's, so yeah. 
a town was like you are sometimes over the top. Like yesterday I was making a voice. Totally. That's your vibe though. Yeah. I was like, I'm Jewish. He's like, you don't need to announce like your Judaism in this voiceover. It doesn't make sense here. And I was like, you're very right. But my point is that like, I have a really hard time kind of being a funny, my funny, crass, casual Mm -hmm. self online because I really do love like the aesthetic side and the emotional side. And that's how I come off, which is part of the reason why I started this show, because I wanted people to see that like there is a lot more to me. But I was having a really hard time and I still I'm I'm not going to apologize for it. That's not who I am on Instagram. It's not who I am. I don't give that side of myself. It's very difficult for me to give that side of myself. I don't want to like go on stories and perform for people and like be funny. It's like an extreme version of your emotional self. It's not who you are, I wouldn't say. Okay, yes. But it's, it is like a more extreme version of who you are. What I'm saying is that I'm very multifaceted and I'm just like amazing and diverse. No, we really like, are. We all have a lot of – we have a lot of parts to our personality is what I'm saying. And so you coming yeah. off one way online doesn't necessarily mean that you're not another way in person. It just may be more difficult for you to express that part of yourself on online. Online. Yeah. And I have that's hard. I have that trouble. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Cool. Thanks. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that lovely response. I totally agree. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sorry. I I only had this in my calendar for an hour. So like I told you over in the email. Are you are we going over? Do you actually have her now? No. Oh, I'm not doing anything today. I'm making – I'm literally making dip. Oh, That's it. I had a really – Krissa, I had an amazing dip the other day. It was – Tell me about it. I will, baby. It was cream cheese, anchovies, <laughs> olives, <clears throat> green onions, and black croissants. That is it was dirty. Like a, it was a dirty – Seven layer dip. It was like a gourmet seven layer dip. It was insane. And then I had, I don't know when this podcast is coming out. I think it's actually going to come out after I release this recipe that I'm going to make. But I had these. Have you ever had a trumpet mushroom? Yeah, I have. I had them literally last weekend. Stop it. So I had these trumpet mushrooms that were. They're meaty as hell. Go. They're so meaty. They taste like meat. They were psycho. They were so good with like this honey, spicy walnut truffle Where sauce. was this? At a wine bar in San Francisco. That's why you have to come visit me because the food here is insane. It's just you have to. Like, I know. When I went, I was like, no, everyone no, was no. like, you have to go to this restaurant. And then I went and it was like, fine. I'm like, where'd you go? But I went to, I'm trying to remember. I have highlights on it. Oh my God. But that ham and cheese croissant at that place. Oh, Arista Arista. Or whatever. Amazing. I could, that's, I, well, that's like, Better so than parents. Good. Come here. Oh, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. Okay. Oh, shit. I had something to say. We were talking about food and trumpet mushrooms. I know. Oh, Is so you're making them that mushrooms. you've had really good lately? What's your favorite place in LA you've been to lately that's really good? Oh, we went to Juliet, which is a French restaurant. That's you? amazing. It's in Culver City. It's in the I state. It's the same owners as Margot. And it, we had the most incredible meal. Service was amazing. We really enjoyed it. Did they um, free meal? Yeah. Did they free meals? They did. Ooh. <laughs> they did give you a free meal? It was free, yeah. But 
it had nothing to do with my review. Like the things people will invite me in. They email me. They'll invite me in. Yeah. But the thing is, is they're not like, hey, you have to do four posts saying it was the best meal ever. They're just like, hey, do you want to come into the restaurant? And I'm like, sure. And then I can literally, if it's bad, I will not post. Like I won't post it. Yeah. But it was genuinely like we have reservations to go back. Like we're going back. I I would pay unlimited money. What? I have a question for you. We can cut this out of the podcast if you want to. I don't want want to know about the zinc drama. Oh my God. That is actually something that people ask about all the time. On podcasts? Like on Q&A and stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you you what I know. Let me tell you what I know. And then I want you to tell me your side of the story. This is what I know. (laughs) Okay. You post that you've had a terrible interaction at Zinc, which I know you used to go to Zinc all the time. Whenever I came to visit you, you took me there. But the thing is, like, I hated how much – I was like, oh, I need to stop going here. Like, it was so expensive. I'm like, this is so bad. So it was, like, kind of a blessing in disguise. Okay, go ahead. So you go to Zinc all the time. They kick you out. You're up in arms. You post about it. You tag them. Then Zinc responds on their Instagram stories and is like, we've never had to – we've never had to – let a customer leave before this person, da, 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 their friend, yeah. da, 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 I want to know who you were with. What happened? So it's so funny too because after I posted it, so many people were like, oh my God, he like, I, he literally asked me and my mom to leave the other day. So he could, and then his, like him and his friend sat at the table that we were sitting at. Like he, the people DM owner that? Of the, yeah, multiple people DM me that they, the same, like similar things had happened to them or like they got asked to leave the table, whatever. I've been there and people have gotten kicked out next to me. Like I've literally seen it. I'm like, whoa, this place is getting wild. And the thing is first opened and I'm like this, it was great. Everyone, it opened and everyone would go there and work. That's like kind of the vibe. Right. and. I think that like they stopped maybe like making as much money because people would like buy a, you know, $8 coffee, which is crazy, and then sit for like Wait, three hours. You're being really biased right now. Your story is. Wait, what do you mean being biased? You're, okay. I want still <laughs> hard facts, not how expensive they're costing. No, no, but what I'm I telling you. They stopped making as much money, so they were really upset. And so they just. No, that this is what I'm me. saying. No, this is what I'm saying, though. <laughs> so, so, like, few weeks before they started putting signs on the table that was like this table is reserved for two people having lunch okay. and i am friends with the bartender he also works at hatchet hall and i go up to him and i'm like this is i'm like all the tables there they're reserved for two i'm like so i sat at the bar and it was like in the daytime okay. i'm like i guess i'll sit at the bar because i can't like sit at the tables anymore right. and he's like oh it's fine whatever so anyway I, so that day i had i literally have receipts on my ring camera that I posted that I was gone for I think like an hour and 15 minutes and I walked there and it's like what a 15 minute walk from my house so I was gone for like I was there for I would say 30 minutes I was there so I go and I see two people that I'm friends with and I sit down next to them open up my lap say hello no, I'm not going to name names. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm trying to get the full. Katie I'm and Jessica. Blast the full tea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter. They're not like influential people, whatever. So I come, I say hello, I sit down, open up my laptop, and I start like editing videos. And then, or no, sorry, I go up and I order a like $22 avocado toast, okay? okay. And I'm like working really? on my computer. $22 for an avocado toast? Yeah, it's insane. I like added an egg, so it was wild. So I sit down, I like, take a picture of it. 
tag Zinc like I always do. They repost on their story, like super nice, whatever. And I, so I sit down and I'm like, I eat my toast super quick. I'm really hungry. Oh, and that day I had brought a coffee from my house, which I think this is like what stems mm-hmm. anger. So I had a, a to-go cup of my coffee. And so I sit down with my coffee and I order. And the thing is like, I always drink two coffees. So what I do is I make a coffee in the morning. I walk over, I drink it as I walk. I order some food, I eat, I work on my computer. And then I order another coffee in like, like you know, 30, 45 minutes later, which is something that I've been doing for months. Okay. So I order, <laughs> oh my God, I eat it. And I, I ask for hot sauce. Doesn't fucking bring me hot sauce. Like just like, oh, oh, this is annoying. Already a bad um, start. So I eat the avocado toast. The second I finish my last bite, this guy comes over, takes my plate away. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And I'm like continuing to work. Going to probably order a coffee in like 30 minutes. Again, this is a place where like multiple people are around working. And this man who I've never seen in my entire life, apparently he's the owner. He's like not really around much. The manager of the place, great friends with. Like Literally, he gives me like free pastries and like he's just a sweet man. He knows me. But this random like angry guy comes up and literally is like, you need to go order food or you need to leave. And I'm like, oh, he won't even like let me get a word in. And I'm like, I just ordered avocado toast. And he was like, well, if you're done, you need to get out. And I'm like, what? That's so weird to me because I feel like it's customer first always. But okay. I absolutely agree. But I just feel like it's like not really like that in LA anymore, I guess. So whatever. So. He, it ends up like being this like kind of, I literally said like two words the whole time, but the girls that I had said hello to that I was sitting next to were like, okay, we're going to like get up and order something. And he was like, no, you guys have to leave and get out. And I see the manager and I look at him and I'm like, hey, like, you know me. I'm here all the time. I'm like, I just ordered food and I literally finished it two minutes ago. So you're saying that like the second I finish my food, I have to get up and leave. That's crazy. And as I'm talking to the manager, the guy storms up and he looks at me and he's like, you need to leave and never come back here ever again. Or he's like, I'm going to call security. I swear to God. Mind you, there's like people sitting looking and I am humiliated. Like, of course, I'm like at 30 years old, I'm like, I've literally never gotten kicked out of somewhere. Like, even when I'm like a drunk wow. little like kid, I'm like, of course, I was when I'm fucking 30, just sitting working on my laptop. So I leave and I like literally was like in tears, like so embarrassing. You know, like someone yells at you. It's yeah. just oh, like no, so no, no. embarrassing. You immediately start crying. <laughs> like, yeah. oh my God. So I was like so shook, posted about it because I just spent so much money there. And I'm yeah. like, this is not okay. And I literally thought they were going to like send me a thousand dollar gift card and be like, we're so sorry. The guy just like doubles down, said that I was there for two hours and was being mean to the staff, which literally. They DM'd you privately or they just went straight. They sent me a private DM, long DM, which I got to be 100% honest with you. I didn't fully read because the second that I found out that he was like being combative and like wanted to like start this thing, I'm like, I'm just not a drama person. And I'm like, I'm not even going to pay attention to this. I'm just going to like drop it. Yeah. I, I posted on my ring because I'm like, okay, you said I was sitting there for two hours. I actually have receipts that I was gone for an hour and 15 minutes and I walked there, which was, takes 30 minutes. So I'm just going to post these receipts just to say like, you're lying and yeah. that's it. I didn't even tag them nothing. I just said, have the receipts. I was gone. I was there for literally 30 minutes. You sent him the receipts or you posted them? I posted it on my Instagram story okay. and was like me, it showed me leaving the ring doorbell at like a certain time and then coming back at a certain time. 
So I was like, I have receipts that this isn't the truth. So that's all I'm really going to say. Like, obviously, I don't want people thinking that, like, I would ever be mean to, like, staff. I worked in a restaurant for five. No, I worked in a restaurant for, like, 10 years. Like, I've been in the service industry. I'm so polite. I've been out with Carissa more times than I can count. And you are one of the nicest people I've ever met to to everyone who works at the restaurant. Not to mention. It's like borderline obnoxious. You yeah, very fat. And you are incredibly kind. And you always you. love a place. You're always telling people about it. And you're always trying to get people to go there. So totally, I can vouch for that. Thank you. But yeah, it was seriously the craziest thing ever. People always ask about it. And I'm like, I'm not going to, I mean, I don't care. I'll talk to you about it. It doesn't really matter to me. But like, I'm not even going to address it and like get into it because I don't want to like fuel the fire. Like I'm so, uh, if he like were to like respond, I'm like, no, I'm not getting in this like battle. This is so embarrassing. Like I know what happened. And like, I'm actually like so glad that I was able to like interact with the owner and know what a yeah raging asshole he is and i'm so happy that i'm not giving that place my money anymore oh my god zinc gate 2023 it's over <laughs> it's so crazy though it, people truly like i get it like i you know like we both like love a little bit of gossip people are always like what happened tell us the drama voila and i'm just like oh, i don't want to get into it because yeah. i also feel bad for like the people that work there they're all so nice like yeah. i i really do like love a lot of people that work there and they've always been super kind to me and it's unfortunate that they have to work for that crazy man thank you um, for spilling the tea like that that's oh some God. tea I thought we would yeah so if anyone no i don't mean i don't care i've saved so much money though i've saved so much money from I don't go out anywhere for coffees anymore because and I know you bitch, I know you don't go out for any fucking eggs because you got your boyfriend scrambling up eggs at home and I have to see one more goddamn Corey scramble bitch they I listen I bet they're good and I will try one when I come over they're really they good they're same. really good they all look the here's same. the thing I only I have to on say what I like scrambled eggs one more time I'm gonna call him up and I'm gonna say you need to run away <laughs> that damn scramble Olivia. They will change your life. Tell me. Here's what I'm impressed about this situation. Tell me. It's like you never ate breakfast before you met Corey. I didn't. That's Carissa. (laughs) (laughs) No, here's the thing. This is why it's so funny. That is a lie. You made me, when I came to visit you, before Corey was ever in your life, you literally oh, made me sit toast. down avocado and eat breakfast. You make avocado toast with an egg. So I yeah. don't want to hear from you that you never ate breakfast before. You no, you're right. I think I just okay. ate it at like 11 or 12. And now okay. I eat it like in the mornings, which is and very you're different you're also in love. No, that's the thing. I said this on the last podcast I was on. I was like, there's – it's so crazy to me. Like I'm so in love and obsessed with him that like I think his feet are cute. Like I think he has the cutest yeah. feet and toes. I'm like, oh, my God. Like everything about him I think is so cute. I think he makes the best eggs coffee matcha i put po- i posted right before i got on this podcast i'm like wow best matcha i took a picture of it Corey makes the best matcha the thing is like i i am fully aware that like it's because i'm like so obsessed and in love with them but like yeah i'm not gonna stop i and I, nobody's asking you to sister i'm just make me to your Instagram make stories. me nope make me literally make it ma'am i'm gonna need <laughs> you to stop posting um, but no what i was is gonna Corey say tired of seeing Corey scramble 
no, here's the thing. I only post it on Wednesdays when I ate Wednesday. Because I'm like, this is what I ate for breakfast. It's true. What I ate. Where I'm not going to lie. I'm going to visit. We're going to pull up your archive. There is no way. That's great. Well, has only been posted. I swear to God. Okay. Hey, listen. When he first moved in, I posted more. And I will say, I did. I'm not. I am not sitting here saying that I'm not guilty of being insane when I was soft launching Tom. Okay, insane. Oh yeah, you were never in my life do this again. I feel so. I don't even put Tom on my Instagram anymore. I was insane. I was like posting pictures of his hands and this and that and like literally his thigh, and I would be like, "Bay." So I'm not sitting here trying to. I'm very guilty all the same, but. I just think the Corey Scramble thing is something to be discussed it's because it's funny. Yeah, but I'm going to make him. I have met Corey, everybody, and I love Corey. Corey is a great yeah, guy. Yeah. He's really great. He's fantastic. We were like, you came over and we were like looking at each other silently from across the table, like just giving each other eyes like, holy shit, this guy is insane. Carissa like was really new about him before. And then when Tom and I came over for Irwan burritos that morning, I was just, I knew I didn't want to come over and I literally told Thomas, I was like, if I think this is the guy she's going to marry, so we have to, mm-hmm. we have to, I don't feel right about not making this trip. And we yeah. did and it's worked out and I really love yeah. him. I think he's a great person. Yeah. I think he's sweet. What person. I, thank you. But you cut me off like 20 minutes ago when I was going to oh. say, I've saved so much money because you make me coffee every single morning and I don't go out for coffees any, every, anymore. Like I've literally saved like thousands. Yeah. I used to buy like a $7 coffee five days a week. Yeah. That's a lot of money. I know. And you weren't making yourself coffee in the morning. I would make it. Uh, yeah. I, I, I just. Yeah. Listen, I love I it. Just, also, I really want to try this brown sugar shaken espresso. Sounds amazing. Yeah. It's really good. He's quite the talented boy. What? Is that weird? No, you're just acting. <laughs> you just oh. got really shy. Is he there? No, I just remembered that he was in the other room now, and I was like, oh, my God, he's here. I don't know. I think he's in a meeting. Your energy just changed. Oh, because I was being loud, and he's in the other room, and I'm like, oh, my God, what if he's in a meeting? I know. Meanwhile, I've never Tuesdays, Tuesdays are his big meeting days. Oh. Tech yeah, boy. He's like just tech boy, you know. Is, that, is Tom in tech? No. He's in renewable yeah. energy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, he's taking your nap. Well, I'm just ruining wow. it with all my food waste and PR packages. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying. He's actually, I will say, he's really helped me. I don't know if Corey's, I feel like Corey's probably the same with you, but he's really helped oh, me man. push out and be like, do I really need this? Do I really need this? And do I really need to accept this thing? Do I really have to like, I mean, all of the things like, I don't know, I've never actively wasted food, but I feel like I just didn't think about my impact on the environment as much as I do with Tom in my life. I don't know. Of course, that's nice too, but yeah, just he's not nice. Okay. Uh, But I have actually like stopped accepting PR really, but there's like some people that like, you know, there's like the PR agencies that get your address and then like, we'll send you a bunch of stuff. But, like, when it comes down to, like, people are like, can we send you this? I'm like, no, I can't. It's too no, much I trash. Say, I did just – I completely agree. It's too much trash. It's really wasteful. But what I will say is that I just accepted some PR from Scout Canning. Do you know them? 
the tuna place. Oh my, oh, my god. god. Oh my god, Chris. Oh, you posted about it. This looks oh far. my god, it is so good. Really? I need it. It is so good. You should message them and ask them to send it to you. It's okay. And I'm I literally already bought a case. I have really purchased. I have already purchased it. You now. used your own money. I used to my, buy it. I used my own money to buy something. That is crazy. I am one of the most <laughs> honest influencers <laughs> online right now. I use my own money. My well, own give dollars. this girl a freaking Nobel Peace Prize. Give, God damn. give her a damn prize because she just bought some tuna <laughs> on her own dime. Chrissa, I love you. This has been really fun. We went fully unhinged the last 25 minutes, which is kind of was what I was hoping we would get to. We did the meat. We did the thing. You just wanted the tea. You just wanted the zinc tea. That was the only reason I asked you on the podcast was for the zinc tea. Gosh, damn it. And to call me out about the Cory scrambled eggs. Okay. You know what? I don't need you to be all upset about this, right? Hey, guys, we're not <laughs> emotional. We don't get mad at people at all. Literally ending the podcast. And you wanted to call me out about the words. I'm just I'm kidding. I'm going to get a call in five minutes. Like, hey, I did not think that was cool. Also, we can, you know, hey, like, I'm just saying that. this right now. You know, we could literally cut anything out that you wanted, right? Uh, that if you I wanted to want to cut out nothing. No, okay. I don't give I'm a shit. Saying, I never want you to feel uncomfortable. This is a safe space. I think I'm very self-aware. Like, nothing you said, nothing people usually say to me shocks me. Like, I'm fully aware that I'm really in love and annoying. I think that's okay. Yeah, but rather be in love and annoying than not be in love and annoying. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. What am I normally not in love and annoying? Yeah. You, love and annoying. Really, you used to be single and annoying. At least you're in love and annoying now. It's a little bit more valuable. <laughs> oh, my um, God. And then, to, you know, at the end of all of it, to say I'm more annoying than you literally have ever been. So, I mean. You think? Oh, yeah. Should we do a poll of who's more annoying? Should we do a poll of who's more annoying, me or you? Absolutely. I would like to to ask the Reddit community who's listening to this to make sure that you start a thread on who's more annoying, me or Carissa. Keep us relevant. Keep doing what you're doing. (laughs) Please keep uh, talking about me because I'll be so sad when the day you guys stop. (laughs) People don't talk about me as much as they talk about you. I'm definitely not as popular. But I have heard that there are some things online that are – not too pretty so anyway if you could start a poll on who's more annoying that would be great and we would love to read it and kind of hit you guys with feedback whenever it's done so let us know wait really quick i'm so sorry did you hear about the girl did you tell me about this the girl that hired a personal investigator to find the real names she found the names of every person on reddit that was talking shit on her and she found the real their real names and she posted it online amazing for the public to see who is that? I'll send it to you. She's like a she's a travel blogger. Who told me about this? I oh, Cameron know. Rogers. Ask Cameron Rogers. Yeah, I think she was telling me about it. Something to me too. I don't know who she found the name. Yeah, here's my thing. It is. I mean, I wouldn't care enough. If you think you are anonymous, you are not anonymous. I know. It's so funny to me how people think they're anonymous. I. The listen, if you I'd be so scared, if I cared enough, I you could absolutely and completely find the PI IP is IP or PI address. PI is private, PI is personal, yeah, private. Clearly, I'm not doing shit, but you're 
the ease of finding the IP address and the literal address of the people talking shit that is about so you. scary. <gasps> Have you seen Swarm? Have you watched Swarm? No. On Amazon? Oh my god. What is it? You have to watch it. It goes Wait, didn't you say it was the right weirdest now. thing ever? Yes. The first episode was so weird, but keep watching it. It's really fucking good. It's really different. And it's like kind of goes to say like people like talk shit online and it's like it's really scary like you don't know who's yeah. reading this like people are bonkers it you have to watch the show it's okay. so good and it just like kind of goes to show like that like it's like what you say online like welcome back to not you which is kind of funny but uh, yeah i'm gonna go yeah i'm gonna I'll go you. Okay. Well, yeah i mean Love you all. Thank you so much, Krissa. Thank you so much for giving 90 minutes of your time to be here. And I love you a lot. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. I'll send you my invoice. <laughs>